Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hello there, and uh, welcome to Lori and Julia show. My talk 107. Want everything entertainment. And I know last Wednesday, in my absence, this was not said. <clears throat> Hope Day! Did anybody say it last week? No. Well, I don't think so. I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so. All right. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Well, I can tell you what Julia and I spent our morning doing. Arguing? Watching, no, watching oh. the George H.W. <laughs> 41's uh, funeral. It was very uh, compelling. First of all, just seeing four of our five living presidents um, being in one cathedral right. or, you know, church together. Um was kind of incredible. And then there were just so many, I mean, the eulogies, the singing. And the and the really just touching touching tributes that were paid to him. It and, was really lovely, I thought. And I gotta admit that there was I was doing a little tea sipping because I was watching the body language closely of everyone involved. I loved when George W. forty three gave Michelle Obama, who he usually sits by when the formers, this is what Michelle Obama has has told us before, she calls when the formers get together. Right, she sits by him. They have she, a really giddy relationship. And, of course, he was on the family side and all the presidents the funeral, were sitting right. over, but when he came in with his family, he greeted, you know, President Trump and Melania, and then it was Barack Obama and then Michelle, and then Bill Hillary, Jimmy Carter, and Rosalind looking spry as hell, both of them. Mm-hmm. And he shook hands with all of them, but he slipped Michelle Obama either a mint or a piece of candy or an Altoid or something. I guess it's his little thing he does with her. Mm-hmm. He always gives her something to nibble on when the formers get together. That was yeah. Because Twitter went crazy. What did he slip her? And I guess he does this all the time. And the last time he did it was at Barbara right. Bush's funeral. It was really... It was something else. I was so moved by the whole thing. And just watching the pageantry and the tradition and the servicemen carrying the casket and... And what they do and just... Do you know how much they practice for those, um, you know, the service people to to do the the, the marching no. and how they carry the cat? It's it's hours and hours is of it? practice. Yeah. Yes, it is It is drilled and it is very, very much an honor to be oh, the service yeah. member right. to be picked. And it was, yeah, it was really... It was really touching. But there was, was. there was some things to watch for. For example... When um, everyone was there and then the president, um, Trump and and Melania, the first lady, came in. They were the last ones to arrive quite a bit after everyone else because they came from the White House and everybody else came in a different way. It's probably protocol or something. Yeah, I think so too. Mm -hmm. But when they got there, I was watching. um, It's no secret about the dislike between Hillary Clinton 
and President Trump mm-hmm. and Melania. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so Melania is shaking hands with Barack Obama and then Michelle Obama and then Bill Clinton. I think he shook her hand because yeah. she put it out. And then Hillary Clinton just, she just looked, stared looked at her and just kind of nodded. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and no. I just thought, whoa. Mm-hmm. But, you know, <laughs> you can't fake it. No. That one you can't fake. They no. couldn't even fake that one. And President Trump was... Uh, expressly banned by Barbara Bush and John McCain's family to their funerals. Right. But you can't do that with a former, pre- no, a former no, president with a sitting that, no. that it would be too no. much of a pre- breach of protocol. And I thought, I wonder if Jimmy Carter is thinking, oh boy, I'm next. Right. You know, because <laughs> oh, yeah. he's like 92 yeah. or 94 or whatever. Yeah, there, and yeah. who would have ever thought he would have looked this right two years after his right brain cancer diagnosis but he and Rosalind they just keep working and doing good deeds and it's amazing amazing and I loved hearing all the stories Alan the former uh, Senator Alan Simpson from Wyoming gave a very funny but very touching the two things he said that I wrote down was um, speaking about I guess very well known that 41 love jokes Mm-hmm. Oh, could never get a punchline straight. Mm-hmm. Loved humor, and he said, "He said that's because humor is the universal solvent against the abrasive elements of life," which I just thought was an amazing thing to say. And do you remember how he followed that? Um, with the thing about anger, oh, hatred, and then he said, "And and George and I had something in common. Our mothers taught us you can never hate somebody because hatred corrodes the container it's, it's carried, carried in." in. And I thought that was wow. such a poignant for yeah. everybody. For because every, absolutely. We, we know this. If you carry hate in you, it mm-hmm. hurts you. It doesn't hurt the person you hate. hate it right. hurts you. you and the corrosion of the box. I thought that was a great metaphor. Same. I, just, yeah. I thought, Same. wow, that is really poignant. And the one thing that I, I kind of laughed is George Bush. It was him giving um, President Bush, H.W. Bush, talking about himself. And he said, you know... Um, Fluence, being fluent and having command of the English language is nothing I've ever been accused of. Right. And I just thought, that's such a funny line. Yeah. Because it's so true. The first you, About me. Right. And, you know. Yeah. No, he, he, both 41 and 43, have a lot of yes. malapropisms yes, or they whatever do. they, malaprops, whatever you call it. But uh, Meacham, who was um, the first guy who gave the eulogy, he's, you see him on sh- political shows, but he was uh, 41's. Press secretary. So he's a biographer too. And biographer. He was great. And he, I thought it was very the story about, um, you know, when they were campaigning in um, New Hampshire and he shook a mannequin's hand, (laughs) a department (laughs) store mannequin's hand. And he said, well, you just never know. know? (laughs) It was so funny. I mean, there were some great stories about him. And I think at the end of the day, when his son, George W. Bush, I'm 43, uh, said, you know, my dad, there's one thing that my dad embodied, and it was loyalty, loyalty to the country, loyalty to his family, loyalty to his friends, loyalty to his wife. And the idea to die, uh, the idea is to die young as late as possible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I do kind of like it that... Uh, 43 is a crybaby. He just, he, he just, cries. Oh, yeah. he cries. Crunched up I, at the end. I kind of, I don't I know. I started crying. I like Lori it. and I are tweeting back and forth or texting back and forth to each other. If you get a chance to oh, watch it, gonna, it was, they're going to show it. It's really, it, I taped it. It was really poignant. And it was like a different generation. Well, yeah. I mean, and it's historical that, you know, four living presidents, mm-hmm. you know, there, imagine the security. 
at that. Five, Lori. Five. Five, George but four W. four of them were sitting on one right. side oh, right. and yeah. 43 right. was on the other side right. with his family. That yeah. they were all in the same pew together right. was pretty remarkable. Right. And that was, uh, and I also liked it that, you know, they just let the service play out. They didn't pan beyond the first no. couple rows. So I didn't see where Prince Charles was sitting you know, Queen Elizabeth penned a very lovely they had a letter. They had a good relationship, yep. but I, they didn't pan Mm-mm. around. You didn't see more than past the first three rows, so I have no idea where Prince Charles was, but he was there, and uh, that was a that's a beautiful church. It looks like a oh, replica beautiful. of, of uh, Notre Dame. It really does, Laurie. Yeah. It was beautiful, beautiful, yeah. And it had been damaged. They said in an earthquake in Washington D.C. And yeah. I'm like, what? what the heck? Yeah. Anyway, it's it's moving. Yeah. I think it's something a lot of people will see. It'll be everywhere on the news tonight and stuff. But and if it's you get trending a chance. on Twitter and you can see some of the comments on the prime, former prime minister of Brian, Canada, Brian Mulroney, yeah, he was coach. he was hysterical. He's very good. Alan Simpson was the funniest. Oh, yes, it's by so far funny. because I guess he goes way back with mm-hmm. 1962. Yeah, yeah, so it was. Uh, yeah, it was really. It was something. It was something to see. I was glad I had the morning. The off. time. I yeah, know. and your mom uh, stopped by with um, Casey, and she's like, "I got to get home." To watch it, yes, because mm-hmm. they'd been out shopping or something. Oh, I and, couldn't believe, yeah. yeah. So anyway, all right, listen, we come back. It's our story we can't get enough of, and I, I'm just breathing the biggest sigh of relief and sending kisses to the uh, Academy of Motion Science and Pictures. Oh, we'll talk about you later, Adam Levine from Maroon 5. People are not happy with him on The Voice last night. This is when I watch it when they get down to the top 10. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is when I like The Voice. I can't believe it. Yeah. So we'll talk about that in a second. So last night, um, Kevin Hart made an announcement. GMA had the story, and I sent you a text right away at about 9 o'clock as soon as I saw it. I don't know why I had my phone in the hand. I think I was looking up. A show that Casey and I, we were trying to find a show to watch. Yeah. Before, because Mrs. Maisel's coming back tonight. Yeah. And so I was just kind of, and I was like, what? Kevin Hart is going to host the Oscars? So here we go. This is from ABC. Between sold out comedy tours and blockbuster movies like Jumanji, Kevin Hart is, in his own words, a comedic rock star. And now Hart has landed one of the most coveted jobs in Hollywood hosting the upcoming 91st Academy Awards ceremony. He broke the news to his 66 million followers on Instagram, writing, I am so happy to say that the day has finally come for me to host the Oscars. I am blown away simply because this has been a goal on my list for a long time. To be able to join the legendary list of hosts that have graced that stage is unbelievable. And now he follows in the footsteps of back-to-back host Jimmy Kimmel, who passed the torch overnight, tweeting, Congratulations, amigo. The Academy made an excellent choice. You are going to kill it. Hart says he's ready to rise to the occasion, promising, I will be sure to make this year's Oscars a special one. Yeah. Thumbs up. 
So I, here's why yeah. Lori was so gleeful. So if well, you yeah. didn't weren't listening mm-hmm. yesterday at five o'clock, mm-hmm. um, the Hollywood Reporter had just put out an article like 35 minutes earlier. So somewhere around like two o'clock in the afternoon, LA time. I bet yesterday. they felt foolish yesterday. I bet they a few did. Hours later, that but their article it. was that no one wanted the to, coveted job. The coveted job of hosting because it's a thankless job. It takes a lot of time and effort. And that was their speculation. You know that they they didn't they didn't have very good sourcing at the Academy then if they uh, wrote, wrote that story and so printed it yesterday. I decided that you and I should do an edition tape. Just for fun, just make a tape, send it out there. Because that's so easy to do to make a good Lori tape. Lori was, you can see her attitude. She was gleeful, uh, jumping gleeful. up and down. Oh, Julia, yeah, what a great idea. No, I wasn't I at all. I want to do this so bad. No, because it's, it was a harebrained idea in the middle of Mercury and retrograde. <laughs> and And we did not. I, and and I Holly it. was wise and she goes, Namaste, wait until Friday when Mercury Retrograde is over. B. Arthur loved it. But that's Hannah the, loved it. People just say that sometimes, Julia, to get you out of their um, space. That's so respectful of you. Yeah, did you know that? Donnie, you loved it. I thought it'd be a fun spoof. That's what I thought. Yeah, but ain't nobody got time for spoofing. We got a radio show to do. I mean, you, you want to waste time miserable. on the most ridiculous things. We oh, didn't have a chance. This is shadier than shade. It, no, it isn't. You want to re- waste time on the most ridiculous, ridiculous thing. Things. Well, that is a, that is a ridiculous thing to We're, make a spoofy video. Uh, yeah. Okay. That next thing, you know, the Golden Globes—they don't have a host yet. I know they don't. I but mean, I'm not even going there with yeah. you because you poo-pooed me so bad. So when Kevin Hart was, was announced, yeah. I know you were gleeful. I, I'm, I, I think I'm excited about Kevin Hart doing it. He appeals to younger demographic. He's got way more social media followers than like anybody. I mean, for a comedian, he's like at about 70 million people yeah, following between Insta and Twitter. I think- and I think he's personally very funny. I know he's a shady character in that, you know, he cheated on his wife when she was pregnant and got blackmailed. And he's also involved in a $2 million lawsuit. Um, you know, but all that is just... Oh, that's just... Yeah, that's just nothing. water under the bridge. Just because water why? under the bridge. Well, the lawsuit is going on. That could be a problem for him. Yeah. I don't know. But um, the host for the Academy Award, I mean, that is like a big... You go in good like, company. I don't think he's that funny. Oh, I think he's hysterical. Oh, I- He's pretty funny. He is pretty funny. Yeah. Have you ever watched any of he's his stand up? Stand up, and he sells. I mean, he can sell out. Yeah. He's he's maybe do- I'm just judging. Yeah, I I'm like judging him. on his character. Yeah, I, and he I recently shouldn't. starred, you know, Night School with Tiffany Haddish, opened at number one. This could be good for the Oscars. Well, that's they, they wanted someone younger. Well, Jimmy Kimmel, they wanted him to do it three years in a row. You know. Well, he, no, why would he? And he did it two years in a row. Plus, he had the whole best picture snafu. Warren, what have you done? You know? Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters. And, what do I even say other than, hey? (sighs) Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better. And dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. He just was like, it's a lot of time and effort. Um to do, for not know, a whole lot of money. No, not a whole lot yeah. of money. It's the prestige and <laughs> yeah. you go on the company of, and, you know, at least they, they picked somebody. They didn't go back to, oh, let's get Billy Crystal or, you know, Whoopi See, Goldberg or somebody. I know, but you got to. They you, needed. You gotta the ratings the have gone down so yeah. far that they needed to figure out a way to bring in yeah. younger people. There's so, never a perfect candidate. For the Oscar host, there will always be somebody who, you know, is kvetching. It's a thankless job. I think Donnie it described is. it that way yesterday. Mm-hmm. So, really Well, is. that's why I thought we should have it. Oh, oh, oh <laughs> I, I was just like, thank goodness we are going to be able to Oh, God, I just wanted away. to laugh, but your misery was what was making me laugh more because you you were just like, no, no, no. Well, Makes Julia. me laugh, Lori. Kevin, Daddy, yeah, and I the idea of making it laugh, but then you were serious and wanted us to really do something and make a little thing. And it's a lot of work to do something that good. You can't just look in the camera and just think people are going to get who we are in Hollywood, you know? And they're going to just it, mm. just go to the oh, trash. I had dreams and aspirations, oh, Larry. Yeah. You People know what? don't get who you Kevin are Kevin Hart. Listen, there's plenty of events around town where they're looking for MCs. Oh, no. They should contact I'm... you about You're that. You're such a biatch. <laughs> you are such a biatch right now. People call Julia. Wow. Yeah, Julia's dying wow. to host yeah. things. No, that is not yeah. it. Oh, see? Now thought, the truth comes all out. All I wanted to Only do is do glamour. a funny spoof video. You go right ahead and do it and get in a fill-in Lori. Like, put Donnie in a wig and put a puppet. with you. Yeah, there Get you your go. I'll hold a Lori mask in front of my face. Right. There we go. <laughs> oh, All right. Boy. Well, anyway, that's happening. And yeah. then um, what else is happening? Well, Jessica Alba and Mike Epps, they got the top list of the worst-reviewed actors of the last 20 years. You know, the last... 20 years? The last good movie Jessica Alba was in... Blue Crush. No. Sin City. Which just came right after the Blue Crush. Oh, I only... The Blue Wave or whatever that movie uh, was. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah, and that was a long time ago that Sin City, that movie came out. Um, she doesn't care. She's making all of her honest money off of her company. Honest company, that's mm-hmm. right. Uh, yeah, she starred in... Um, she's a worst track record. Oh, Jessica Biel was right behind her. Before. And Heather... No, right behind her at number two. Well, they did even after The Sinner, which we liked so much. Well, this is worst reviewed actors of the last 20 years. All right. So her good work in The Sinner doesn't undo the 19 years of bad movie making. And then Mike Epps, um, he was just ahead of Kevin Pollack, Josh Dumel, and perhaps surprisingly, the late Robin Williams, who later in his movie career... There was not a lot of love for some of the movies. Yeah, he, he made some not so good. Movies. Yeah, not so good yeah. ones. So anyway, so she's like probably laughing in her honesty billions today and doesn't mm-hmm. really care. But I always liked her into the blue. Yeah, into the blue. That's what it was anyway, called. Find her, it. her surfing yep. movie. And then Sin City came out, and then they she, both were the same year. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the last time. What year was that? Two hundred five. Yeah, a long time ago. Anyway, so good news and bad news in Hollywood. When we come back. We got some music news that maybe you're going to be excited for. I I think there will be people excited about this. Oh, I think we'll be right back. This is going viral in a big way. This is the My Talk Now trending report. What's this? What's the latest? 
Trending online this afternoon would be the state funeral of George H.W. Bush. It happened earlier today in Washington, D.C. As a result of that funeral and service, it, today is a national day of mourning. Also trending online this afternoon, the Pirelli calendar. Images from the annual Tire Company calendar have been released, starring the likes of Misty Copeland and Gigi Hadid. Also trending online this afternoon would be Celebrity Death Match. Remember the Claymation series over on MTV? Well, Ice Cube is helping to revive that very 90s show. Also, Ariana Grande trending. She is Billboard's 2018 Woman of the Year, and she is gracing the uh, magazine's latest cover for that. Looking great. All right, that's what's trending here at My Talk. And uh, remember, My Talk 1071's 11th Annual Santa Project is presented by Chris Lindahl Real Estate. Bring a toy or gift to Hammernick's Interior Solutions during the Lori and Julia broadcast taking place tomorrow, Thursday, December 6th, or anytime throughout the Santa Project, and My Talk will get the toys to the Ronald McDonald House Charities in time for the holidays. More details and a broadcast schedule at mytalk1071.com, keyword Santa. Weather brought to you by Burnsville Heating and Air Conditioning. We do have a uh, uh, chance of a little bit of light snow tonight, but we got cold weather moving in 12 for the low tonight. Tomorrow, uh, we should see a fair amount of sunshine, but 16, that's going to be it for your high tomorrow. Right now, 29, overcast at my talk. Now you know what we know. See more at mytalk1071.com. Hanging out with us. So if you're a Garth Brooks fan, mark this date down on your calendar. Tickets go on sale December 14th for a concert May 4th at U.S. Bank Stadium. No, it isn't at U.S. Bank Stadium. That's what the story says. Oh, it is? Yes. I, yeah. I, oh, no, it's really? at U.S. Yeah, Bank US Stadium, Bank. Mercury in retrograde. Oh, See, oh, words I read are, it wrong. I was yeah. so excited. I thought it was at Target no, Center. No, no, no. It's, no. it's going to be in the round at U.S. Bank yes. Stadium. We saw him when he did his 11 show run at Target Center that. in 2014. Yep, we went yep. to that because mm-hmm. we had gone to it oh, when he'd done the other, the other one. multiple night stand at the Target Center. So this oh. is going to be. In the round, which I think at U.S. Bank Stadium will be way better. Be- way better. I think so, too. Yeah. Uh, for the sound. All he in true friends in low places style. I the totally tickets um, are listed at seventy four seventy seven, which will be after taxes and fees. Ninety four fifty nine. Every ticket is the same price. So that's kind of a good deal. That's Wait, what do you mean? Every ticket is the same price? Every, all the tickets are listed at that one price. Doesn't matter where you are, he's going to be in the round. Oh, and they said wow. that he's using the staging he used at Notre the, Dame at the Sunday night mm-hmm. football game or whatever. Not Notre night. Dame. It was at Notre Dame. Yeah, Notre Dame. Oh, and and that, it was. That and got I told you, nine million people watching. I told you it. Yeah. it was pretty cool because it was in the round, and it it it's pretty cool. And he's so. Oh, Lori, I totally read this wrong. Yeah, no, he's at U.S. Bank Stadium May fourth. Tickets go on sale um, December fourteenth. So if you've never seen Garth Brooks he's before, amazing, he's amazing, you guys. He really is amazing. And he's got so many hits you would die, I mean, that you can't even remember everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's really and good And his new concert. song is... And he set a record when he did that 11 11-day show. 11-day show here. They yeah. just kept selling out Minnesota. These tickets are going to go. So yeah. yeah. what day do they go on sale? December 14th. So you can go to the website or you can call Ticketmaster. But all the That's tickets... That's a Saturday. Are, yeah. Well, he knows. He's got the fans here that he yeah. will be able to put 74,000 people. And I love that he's just doing the one price. I love him. You know, I can't go. That 
That is that is true. Friends in low mm-hmm. places. Why, why can't you go? I don't want to go. My kids graduating from college. One yeah, of them. both of my kids oh, are graduating well, from college important. this year. Yeah, that's kind of <laughs> and important. That's, yeah, I don't. I'm not, I, I think I'm going to go to that. <laughs> yeah, I think you should go to that. I'm, I'm sorry, gonna, kids. Kind of a big deal. Yeah, I'm just going to hold dear the memory Lord, of Sam in 2014. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Um, uh, Don, he posted Cher's surprise performance at the yeah. end of the opening of Broadway Cher's musical on Monday night. So if you didn't get to see it, She's see her in her shrug. That yeah. was kind of amazing. Uh, big shocker, Bruce Springsteen is exhausted from Broadway and will not be touring in 2019. Whoa. But he might put out a new album. Well, That's he's, fine. He said he miss, he's going to go back to work, but just differently. Can you Bro- imagine he performing? He did a year of Broadway. That's mm. eight performances a week. Wow. That is like touring, but just not leaving, you know, going back to New Jersey every night or maybe at a hotel or whatever. But he wished us all a happy holidays and he he hopes we watch his documentary on Netflix. His sixteenth, is yeah. it December sixteenth or something that's coming out? Yeah. And Adam Levine, the voice fans are furious. Okay. Explain what Please happened. Please call us if anyone would like to weigh in. 651-641-1071. So last night's episode, it's down to the top ten. Yes. And is three the, have to go home. Right. Is okay. the Minnesota dude still in it? He's from Wisconsin. Chris right. Cozy from Barron, Wisconsin. The same oh. town that the little girl was kidnapped. Her parents were Murdered. Right, no, yeah. We don't know where right. she is. He's from that same little town. Um, anyway, so uh, one of the fourteen-year-old girl, this Reagan Strange, wasn't feeling well, and the voice milked it, and they showed her off stage in a bathrobe, looking sick. So they made her come to the show, but she couldn't sing to save right herself to, to save for herself, right. and. So um, she was in her bathrobe backstage next to her mother, not uh, well. And um, um, Adam Levine basically, you know. She's 14 years old, this pop singer. Yes, yes. And he said, um, even though the other guy that was on Adam's team sang, he's like, it's just, uh, I want you to know. He says, I love you. I appreciate what you've done tonight. And honestly, I think you both should be there but i gotta fight for my girl i gotta make sure i represent her because she didn't have a chance to use her voice so i'm going to use it for her and tell her to make sure she can make it next week that's all i can say it's weird and then they cut to commercial break okay let's who are we talking to uh, diane said she was furious diane, okay, diane. tell us about oh, uh, girls. oh girls okay tell, tell us. us adam made me so angry if you can't perform you're done. Sorry if you got sick, but yeah. you're done. Because, Did you like and, her in the first place? Because it sounds like she was getting the lowest voting. No, she got she got stream uh, highest streaming a couple yeah. of times. Oh, okay. Yeah. But I think it it just proved this is you know a teenage voting contest or whatever. Yeah. Right? And he got sucked into it. I just oh yeah. There's good ones on there that will win. I think, but. Still, I don't think it was fair at all, and I think he should not have thrown that other guy under the bus. That's kind of what it was, and Twitter was really yelling at Adam Levine hard last night about it because they were just like, dude, do your and judging Kelly, job. Wasn't Kelly yeah, trying Kelly, to help him? She tried to to pick up for him or whatever, but I think they were all like surprised, like, what are you doing? Because they sent home Dan, it, uh, they sent home DeAndre. Adam did. Yes, yeah, yes, so. and he did a great job. Yeah. I mean, he did wow. a great job. And then oh. they said, "Oh, America instantly saved 
Reagan. Yeah. It was yeah. really Adam. It was just so Well, he 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 likened he it to um I have a really special relationship with Reagan, Adams. said. I have two little girls at home. The thought of breaking her heart by not urging everyone to give this girl a shot to oh, go and on, redeem Adam. herself next week would be too far beneath me. Okay, his girls are three and one. <laughs> not even one. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what he was trying to prove if he was catering to the people that voted. Right. Which is the voting or right. whatever. But I just thought it was just bizarre. It was bizarre. Yeah. Are you? you? I think it's more fodder for Blake now to get out of. (laughs) Okay. Well, probably. Are you liking um, the Wisconsin dude, Chris Cozy? I love him, and Mm -hmm. he he played at the pier where my daughter works, and um, so we're all really rooting for him. Five hundred. He played at um, there often, I guess. So. Yeah. yeah, really cool. Yeah, Kat right, Perkins said he's that's her guy. That she's he's you know he's got a big you know mountain man beard. Yes, and the Star Tribune. Yeah. I think Greenman Schneider did a nice profile mm-hmm. on him. And All right, thank you, Diane. Thank you, Diane. Yeah. Calling. So this is when I watch the voice is right when they get down to the top. We 10. know you you're you are you go in at the very end of all things sports I, music shows. This is how you roll. Yeah. It's I okay. mean, even with American Idol, you and I both would do the same thing. We wait till it gets down to the top 10 or even sometimes the top five I didn't because care. the audition, all of that is and it's two nights and it's just ain't, you know, ain't nobody got that. We got Karen. She had has one more comment. All right, Karen, what did you think about, uh, is it shame on Adam Levine? I was pretty pissed at him, but one thing that hasn't been brought up is that the guy that he threw under the bus kind of threw Adam under the bus a little bit first. DeAndre? Yep. What did he he do? He talked about the song that was chosen for him that he wasn't very happy about it. What song did he sing again? He, he, oh, it was a Bruno Mars. Oh, Bruno Mars. Yeah, and it was not the best song for his voice, and and he wasn't comfortable with it, and he made it really clear that he wished something else had been picked for him, and, the judges, and it was after that yeah. that he got thrown under the bus. And the judges okay. picked the songs, right? Yeah. They select the songs, so yep. maybe he Adam felt like Adam song. was setting him up by giving yeah, him a song exactly. that wasn't very good, and then do the pull at the heartstrings. Like, if the girl is that sick... Why put her in a bathrobe next to her mom backstage? Well, she should be in bed. Why didn't they just Why didn't they just play the song that she sang the night before? There you oh, go. Very Judge good. There you go. Why are you producing the voice? They <laughs> 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 can call me anytime. Okay. Right, thank you. Right. So oh, I love it. Anyway, and uh, yeah, so that was. I was like, why the heck is it? Why is everybody so mad at Adam Levine? Because I saw that. Well, this would be me as a judge. Mm -hmm. I could never judge. I could never eliminate anyone. So I would make up stories about everything for not to not do it. Yeah. So you're not going to be auditioning for the voice when. uh, No, Laura, you already know I'm a terrible judge. I had to judge Klondike cake one year. I remember. And I I was under so much pressure. Mm -hmm. I I, no, I am not a judge because I know. That's not my strong we, suit. Didn't we also judge in the early days of the radio show something to do with the Winter Carnival? That's a, a beauty. <laughs> no, not after. Not oh, yeah, we did, a, we did like a, Miss Caraway or Miss um, Snowflake. Something. Um, at a country club, like yes, the Hillcrest Country yes, Club. And the the main, you know, yeah. King Boreas was yes. there. And there was like a beauty. And we were just like. Oh, man. I can't do. We don't like. We're, no. we're not good at scoring. No. We want everyone to have tens or nines. We're it's absolutely terrible. terrible. We're the Paula Abdul of. Yes, we are. You know. It's so totally we, true. We really haven't. We've complained about it. So 
nicely we judged and loudly. something else Lori, and i just thought it was just miserable we can't judge yeah we don't like it no it feels uncomfortable well, we did the um at the horse the aveda oh but that was easier because our ju- it our, was hair our stuff didn't matter yeah, there were other judges. Right. Yeah, we were not <laughs> it alone. It didn't matter what we right. said, really. We, were we weren't just, alone. We were half a vote each. Right. <laughs> All right, listen, when we come back, um, oh, somebody obstructed in... in. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Uh, an investigation and we are we are talking about somebody at CBS News just in case you were wondering. Love for hanging out with us on this hump day to no one's surprise um the news broke last night that cbs lawyers have found that les moonves repeatedly lied to investigators and destroyed evidence and unveiled new sexual misconduct allegations and here we have the story from unbelievable the today show Les moonves a giant in the world of entertainment now facing huge financial consequences That's according to a draft of a report prepared by lawyers hired by CBS obtained by the New York Times. The report says Moonves engaged in multiple acts of serious non-consensual sexual misconduct in and outside of the workplace, both before and after he came to CBS in 1995. It includes allegations involving 17 women, including at least four CBS employees. According to the draft, investigators had received multiple reports of a network employee who was on call to perform sex acts for Moonves. Moonves's lawyer responding to the Times, saying the former CBS chief never put or kept someone on the payroll for the purpose of sex, and denies having any non-consensual sexual relation and cooperated extensively and fully with investigators. The lawyers investigating for CBS told NBC News no draft had been shared with the CBS board and any disclosure to the New York Times was unauthorized, saying, Our work is still in progress and there are bound to be many facts and assessments that evolve and change as the work is completed. All right. All right. And Kim Masters, who writes for The Hollywood Reporter, she's written uh-huh. for them for a long time. She's um, a Peabody juror, you know, longtime journalist. She um, said I, I, something to the effect that she couldn't think of a more appalling story about a big media company in all the time she's been covering Hollywood because he was in Hollywood for so long. Yes, he Warner was. Brothers and then CBS News. And mm-hmm. he... There, he had somebody on standby for oral sex. Okay. And on the payroll. And on yeah. the payroll. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he, of course, he always says all of it was consensual, but authorities revealed that they had received multiple reports about the on call employee who was right. there to service. And they did nothing. Les Moonves. They did nothing. Well, it was. Yeah, I mean, this is what the investigators have right. turned up. It was probably a big open secret because, you know, who was it? Uh, who was the the woman who created Linda Bloodworth Thompson yes. who wrote mm-hmm. the story after this first yeah. came out? How he tried to destroy her career at CBS when she had two of the top five rated shows in CBS, Designing Women and um, 
Evening Shade. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Created both of those shows, and he couldn't stand her. And he would always tell her, and she had a $50 million deal. He paid her off to get rid of her because he told her basically to her face, I don't like what a big mouth woman you are or your big mouth women on designing women. Which was one of the things we loved about yes. Julia well, Sugarbaker. Right. And, yeah. you know, how about seeing Gene Smart and Dirty John oh, as Connie Britton's mom? Her. Nice I to love see her. her again. Anyway, this is a scandalous but in, in story. He, it just, it, you know, I just go back to. He's not going to get that money. Oh, no. Mm-mm. About how he, the culture and um, and how he. How he ruined their careers so yeah. bad. I mean, I just think Harvey. Weinstein and this guy, I mean, when you hear, I don't want to read what he said, but it, it, what they said he did to this um, Bobby Phillips when yeah. she went in for an interview to get we a job. We played that audio yeah. when yeah. she was on with CBS but, Morning I mean, News a few so weeks ago. But I mean, it's so vile. It's vile. It's absolutely vile. It's so vile. vile. And the one thing the bombshell report said, well, it appears the sexual misconduct stopped in 2004 when Moonves married his wife, Julie Chen. Maybe. Maybe not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Old habits are hard to break. I wonder what... Uh, what, I, she, what she's thinking. Yeah. Because yeah. this broke last night on the New York Times. So anyway, they're, that that's... I, I don't think he's going to get his money because yeah. he's going to be in breach of whatever is in that uh, contract with his. And then over at NBC, where the NBC News division did such a crappy job with Matt Lauer and they knew knowing about him and the whole Megyn Kelly fiasco, which yeah. cost them so much money. Well, apparently the deal has stalled because the, the suits at NBC, they right. are worried. They don't want Megyn Kelly to speak up anymore about NBC's handling of the Harvey Weinstein reporting that Ronan Farrow had been doing at the behest of NBC News for like eight months. And in August, they pulled the plug on the story. And then a month, you know, like a week later. What more damage can she do, though, Lori? I well, mean, we all what, know that they pulled she, the plug. We what all the, know. NBC was mad because Megyn Kelly's producers booked Ronan Farrow on her show like a week after that New Yorker article came out about Harvey Weinstein and she saw for herself that she was going to put a flag in the sand if you will or put a stake in the ground whatever the saying is and she was going to be an advocate of Time's Up and Me Too and do all these stories that that was going to kind of be the angle even though she told us when she started on her show I don't I want to be your girlfriend in the morning and all these other kinds of things. And so day after day after day, you know, she had it, but NBC was furious with her that she booked Ronan Farrow. And he basically said, yeah, I started doing this story and NBC gave me the camera and the go ahead on the budget and all of this. And they squashed it. But again, why does this at this point in time, why does it matter? Because we all know that they squashed it. We all know. I mean, what other secrets are there? That's what I'm thinking. What other secrets are there? Because really, we all know this NBC made a big kerfuffle and it's been all over There might be. They might be doing it for money. Uh, This story in page six has hinted that Megyn Kelly knows Stuff about internal information about Tom Brokaw. Well, that was already exposed. Okay, and um, and that they just don't want her speaking on any of these, and so they're just haggling over the non-disclosure agreement. I say, let her talk. 
No, I mean, yeah. what at this point, you know, this is what this is the culture, not letting people talk. This is what we've been talking right. about is that people have to sign these non-disclosures and it, it cripples them. And this is what but everyone we kind wa- of already know everyone, this Right, that's NBC. what I'm saying. We already know they yeah. stopped the Ronan Farrell. They were scared because of their um, the money. You know, and the Matt Lauer, and that they turned a blind eye to Matt Lauer's dirty dog ways all these years. CBS, we know, turned a lo- blind eye to Charlie, Charlie Rose. Rose from, I mean, yeah. we already know all this. What else? And I thought this is the culture we're trying to get away from is yeah. signing NDAs. Right. And here they are haggling over an NDA. But you got to be careful. If she says something that cannot be substantiated, then but, you've got a libel suit on your but, hands. Yeah, but, yeah it's, it, it's, it's, it's a, a tricky situation. And a money maneuvering situation, again, though, I think, on her side. Well, it's totally on her side. But you, you know, and, to threaten to say, I'm going to say this, this, and this. Right. I think the reason they're haggling over is Andy Lack. Yeah. I think she's He's, got crap on Andy Lack, who is the executive he, at C, at NBC that hired does, her. Yeah, how does and, he keep his job? And let Matt Lauer have his job forever with yeah. the complaint. So I think it's on him, and I think he's telling the now You guys stand behind me on this one, because yeah. he's a bigwig. Because he already has, knows she's contradicted him right. the first time she had Ronan Farrow on, and he spilled the beans and said... And I'm sure yeah. she knows more on him. Yeah. I think it's just, because of him. So it would be like this company having crap, someone coming them to blackmail them on us and yeah. like them trying to cover for us. Well, that's why, you know, it's good that over at CBS, they're taking the Les Moonves thing seriously because they did turn a blind eye to old, what did, what was Charlie Rose's nickname over there? Grabby hands or <laughs> Grabby crotch. Something. He had some kind Grabby of a nickname. Crotch, yeah. bottom. And they were like, because people always I love Charlie Rose. Yeah. We all love Charlie Rose. I so know. everyone looked a different way, but we didn't know that about him. Yeah. That he was the old groper. No, only if you were in the news business. And right. so p- people at CBS were worried that the, that the investigators were going to do, you know, a whitewash of Les Moonves. So, you know. But they didn't. No, they it didn't. sounds like they turned up a lot. Just so. kind of interesting. Yeah, it is. It is. And that she has so much power still. And that was just They're such a bad hire. They're going to pay $37 million. And that's such a bad hire on him. Yeah, and him. I think that she's got the dirt on him. That's yeah, all I'm going to say. I think you're right, Jules. <laughs> okay. All right, we'll be back. We got Holly standing by giving us some good information and our top of the news. We'll be back.